Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure is the Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, blase, blase, as they share their story and insights, blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, blase, blase, cause the cure is a conversation, blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase. Greetings, 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 and And thank you for listening to The Cure is Conversation. And I truly mean that. I really believe that The Cure is Conversation. When we talk about things that are near and dear to our heart, or things that stress us, things that depress us, things that don't want to make us move forward, we should talk about that. And there are many things that we should keep to ourselves so we can nurture it and give birth to it in a healthy manner, right? So it is advantageous at some stage in our journey to keep things close and near dear to us and when we're ready to launch them give birth to them release them into the ether then we do that but there are other things that we need to release so we can grow and put in its place something healthier and that's when the conversation becomes so vital to our existence to have that conversation that inner dialogue whether it be on pen uh, whether it be on paper with pen and pencil whether it be by photography taking pictures of your journey whether it be speaking about your journey whether it is some outward communication that you use to get from whatever's inside to outside right from within so without and from above so below because whatever is inside of you is reflecting on the outside and if you keep that bottled up you are going to experience explosions and earthquakes and unsettlement in your life because it wants to come out so the cure of the conversation is something very near and dear to my heart because the conversation saved my life i remember being 11 years old and leaving my childhood home just before i turned 12 and wondering how I was going to be this awesome individual. I didn't know how I was going to connect the dots to being who I was, leaving a, an abuse of sexual abuse, physical abuse, spiritual abuse, oh, emotional abuse, neglect. I didn't know how I was going to get from there to there, right? To being successful in my de- by my definition. Conversation was that bridge conversation when I spoke to people in my uh, being 11 just about 12 I remember a woman and I was in a dominion near oh my gosh Jane and Will was it Jane and Wilson I'm trying to remember as I'm speaking out loud uh Jane and yeah I think it was or yeah Jane Jane and Wilson around there and there was a dominion and there was a Carvel ice cream in the plaza and I was I had been kicked out of my sister's house on my dad's side because she believed the rumors my mom was telling her. She lived in fear and she chose fear. 
and I was left on the streets to figure out how to live. And I remember this woman came up to me and she looked at me deep in my eyes while I was in the grocery store because I had snatched a couple of grapes. No stealing there, everybody, but that's where I was. I went in, grabbed some grapes, and I sat by the front door of the Dominion store and I ate these grapes. And this woman looked in my face and she said, you've got the biggest, beautiful brown eyes I've ever seen. Why are you here? What are you doing here? Uh, I didn't know what to say. I remember thinking just like, what am I supposed to say to her? Like, should I tell her the truth? And I said, my family doesn't want me here. She said, oh my goodness, that can't be right. That can't be right. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. You're a child. It doesn't matter. We have to figure something out for you. And I remember being terrified. And I'm thinking, what is this woman going to do? So I left that place and I traveled around Toronto, slept in buildings until a little girl named Cindy came up to me and said, where are your parents? And I said, they don't want me. My mommy, I don't have a daddy. So I didn't know my dad at the time. And I said, my mommy doesn't want me. She goes, well, you have to come and live with me. <laughs> she didn't even think about asking her mom. She just took me home. And her mother just looked at me and said, well, okay. My point is, the more I became aware of the power of conversation, the better my life became. So that when I wanted to release something, I released it. And if I didn't feel like releasing, I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't have any interest in it. Um, and I didn't care what anybody else said. Like, oh, you need to talk. If I didn't feel like releasing it, I didn't. But if I did, you were going to hear me. <laughs> You're going to hear about it. And as I got older, I realized that mental health was becoming a pandemic everywhere. I went through it starting from birth, really, but really becoming um, aware of it at a, a age 11 because my mind started to be in a place of stress continually, constantly worrying if I was going to eat, constantly worrying where I was going to live, constantly worrying if I was going to grow up, constantly worrying if the court cases that I was going through were going to go my way. Um, the sexual abuse that I had uh, made public, how it was going to affect my, I was going through stress and my little body really needed to relax. And I, by the blessings of the, you know, um, the Catholic Children's Aid of Toronto, Canada, I was placed in three different group homes. And the last one was my forever, so to speak, group home. I was there for most two years, three years, sorry. And then I grew out of it. I aged out. But in that time, I got to relax, meaning my mind wasn't worried about where I was going to sleep, eat, what I was going to drink, um, if, if people were going to take care of me. My mind didn't have to be in that pandemic space. Do you know? Pandemic space, meaning I had a chance to heal, at least for a period of time, so I could move forward. Now, what does the word pandemic mean? Um, pandemic, pandemic. Oh, we've heard it so much because of COVID, right? You know, 
And when I was looking at that word, I realized pandemic means a worldwide occurrence. And this is according to the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, occurring over a wide graphical area, such as multiple countries or continents, and typically affecting a significant portion of the population. Um, Also occurring over a, a wide and affecting many individuals. And seeing that the world is going through identical situations we can say identically that the mind must be doing it as well because the mind don't care about skin color and all that stuff it will do what it needs to do to protect itself that's what the mind does um and if we are not living in a place where we can relax we are going to be in stress 24 hours a day and your body when it when it sleeps it's still going to be in stress because it's not sleeping in a peaceful place where it can relax and rejuvenate. You wake up in stress, you go to bed in stress. And I think that's a pandemic because a stressful mind to me is a sick mind because a a stressful mind cannot make decisions from a place of power. A stressed mind makes a decision from a, a sad and scary and dark place. And the options are fewer when you're stressed because you can't see the light of the situation. And I really think that, you know, COVID was an alarm bell or the awakening of the mental health pandemic that is we're facing right now. I believe COVID was the outer symptom of what was really going on in the minds of human beings. Right? So... As my title says, woman health pandemic, woman health pandemic. So it's for women, men, um, health pandemic. We are all facing this pandemic and the way to get out of it is creating the outer world to be comfortable, supportive, healthy. And we have to start from within. And a lot, you know, I didn't get that for a very long time. I didn't understand that creating the world that I want doesn't start outside of me. It starts within me. It starts with looking at what I'm doing to 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 make the world the way I believe it is, which is stressful and sad and lonely. And COVID really brought that out didn't it how many people (laughs) during covid and it's still going on the the little tail end of it like the scorpion tail is still stinging us um but how many people during covid realized how important time was and how important that time spending that time with someone who inspires you is important also your job how many people said i gotta get out of this goddamn job it's making me goddamn sad you know people just backed up and said i'm doing it how many entrepreneurs were created due to covid where they realized that the effort they're putting into their job wasn't reciprocal wake up in stress you go to bed. because a lot of us have woken up to that fact haven't we we realize that every day we get up 
we we've you know we're in a place of i'm tired i don't want to get up i don't want to go to work and you got to make your lunch your 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 breakfast you got to figure out what your plans are you have to make sure the car is running you have to make sure the kids go to school you got to make sure your husband's help or your wife is together your partner's together you got to make all sure everything's okay then you got to grab your your morning beverage get into the car fight with traffic get into work and then explain why you were late if you were late then sit down at your desk trying to get your mind together and knowing that all this time you're giving that effort to someone you else's dream stressed, you go to bed in stress all that time so all the fluffle and the energy and the anger and the frustration that you've given to your family and friends because you've got to get to work you've got to get your paycheck stress, every week you go to bed in stress. And that effort that you're doing you're giving to someone else's dream Yes, you get a little portion of that, a little paycheck every two weeks, but we're realizing that paycheck is meaning shit because it's not covering bills. It's not covering your household expenses. It's not making you happy. It's not making you happy because there's a hole in the boat, right? You're putting your effort in, but there's a hole is in, and someone else is using that energy to create their own dream. Hence why we have such big box stores and big businesses making tremendous amount of money on our blood, sweat, and tears and our and our unhappiness. Because we are doing the work for someone else because we're unhappy. We're unhappy and we're fearful of creating our own world. And I believe that's the pandemic that we're facing, that we don't trust ourselves enough to take a leap of faith to create the world that we want and start from within. Pause for the cause. A Queen Bee Divine original called Mershal. C-A-L-M Mershal. A calming moment where you can sit back and reflect at the information that you just heard. And also the three P's. Pen, pencil, and paper. So you can jot down what vibrates with your inner core. Also, please be aware of your surroundings, because mental health means to always be aware of the beauty that surrounds you. Also, this is a great time to grab a beverage, water, juice, so we can keep the positive flow of vibration going throughout your body. Thank you for listening to this Queen Be Divine original commercial, a moment in the podcast to just... Take a deep breath and reset. So let's get back into The Cure is a Conversation. Unpause for the cause. You wake up in stress, you go to bed in stress. And I think that's a pandemic. It's hard to look at yourself and go, Ooh, I need some work in this area. And how do I do this? And then you look at the time frame. You're like, okay, okay, if I do it, start now. Oh, there's so much fucking, I don't want to fucking, oh, fuck, I'm just going to go to work. I'm too afraid. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go and and, and contribute to someone else's dream. Which leaves us in a state of anxiety. Frustration. Like, even right now, I'm going through a situation which I am about 100, about 100, 99999999% sure. It's going to work exactly how I want, but the stress of it is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm, I'm looking for a house to live. Um, um, buying a house, renting a house. It's ridiculous now, the prices and that stress. Right? And that can make you sick when you don't have security. So we're in the process, my husband, of looking for that forever home. Um, and being between is, 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 is a lot of stress. 
And I know I'm not the only one in a situation like now where we have to leave living situations and go somewhere else. And you you want that process to be easy because nobody wants to be on the streets, right? Nobody wants to be. Although we do have a pandemic or an epidemic as well as people um, forgetting that we are all going through this together, right? We're all going through this together and we have to really be compassionate in the transitioning that we're all doing, right? We've got to be compassionate. It, we really do. If you notice a lot of these big businesses, um, you know, things that we rely on, and we ma- they mail shit at our house, um, co- company, car companies, food companies, they're living off our fear, right? Because the more you're fearful, you got to get more hours in. So you go to work and you give more energy that just keeps going out the window, And it's going to make you sick. It's going to make you sick. We really have to start realizing that if we're not happy from within side, nothing else is going to be happy around us. So at one point, we're going to have to take a leap of faith and stop what we're doing and go, let me do what I believe is right for me. Even if the transition's a little shaky. Even if the transition's a little shaky. Why do companies like Amazon... Um, I don't know, the big media companies. Why are they doing so well? Because a lot of us are fearful to live our passion, our purpose. And they're using that fear. Hey, come here, we'll give you life you know, insurance. Come here, we'll give you hours. Come here. And when they're done with you, what do they do? They just get it all automated anyway. Get AI technology. So... Um, they don't need you anymore. So all the work that you've done is now contributing to them to set up their foundations so they could get AI in and kick you out and save more money so they can have the life they've chosen and want. And it, you know, and rightly they should, right? But if we finally looked at ourselves and said, you know what, I have the ability to create my life. I have a, 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 a gift that when honed in and focused on, I can share it to the world for a small fee. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? For a small fee, not a horrendous fee so I could live off the backs of people, but a small fee that I can live the life I've always wanted to live. And we should never be fearful of that. Having faith in ourselves, never be fearful of that. Because the mental health state that we're in now, it's a pandemic. It's a sickness. We are living in anxiety. We are living in fear. We are panicking every day. So, you know, we're panicking. And what we do with that energy, we put it more into someone else's dream. And yes, it's hard to start an entrepreneurship um, business on your own. But this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to say, I have something to give Um, Let me help alleviate some of the stress and anxiety out there by giving your journey and turning it into a gift to help others. I've done the same thing. Is it scary? Hell fucking yeah, it's scary. Of course it's scary. (laughs) But I can't let that deter me because I have somewhere to go. I have somewhere to be. I know people are depending on me. Somewhere out there, someone's waiting for my message to get across so they can get the help they need. And I decided to start this pen, um, this po- po- excuse me, this podcast. 
this podcast where I interview people who define success on their own and tell the journey of how they got there and what light they share with the world now to help others. And I believe we all have a story like that within us. We have the capability to pull that magic out of us and show the pe- show the world how the, the energies that be created a light within us that we had to clear a path to see and now we share it with the world. That's inspiring. That's inspiring to hear that, that even the, the, the most successful people defined by, them, by their definition had to go through some hardship. And I had to go through some hardship. Living on the streets, oh my God. Living in your car is such bullshit. It, <laughs> living in your car with your dog is even bigger bullshit. You know, here my husband and I going through that experience, not now, but prior, we did to get to these little places right we you know we we had to we lived in um houses i remember one experience where my husband we got kicked out of a place um and you know you i'd like to say oh it wasn't our fault um we got a little scared you know we did and you know we didn't we didn't pay our rent um for a long time maybe a couple of months we tried to catch up but once you have one paycheck and it just goes out the way it's hard to catch up Right. So we knew the day was coming and we had nowhere to go. We really had nowhere to go. And we ended up staying, um, wake up and stressed um, bed and in stress. houses and that they I were building. And I remember day. one time, um, cause my husband works in construction as well. Um, and he knew a site that they had the houses built, but there was nobody there. And we snuck in and we were so quiet and we were sitting there going, Oh my God, like, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, and it was, it was, it was kind of fun. You know, we were upstairs and we kept the place clean. We didn't want to, you know, ruin anything. And we, we stayed there for a couple of nights. And I remember the last night we were there, a couple, a family came to see their forever house. (laughs) We were upstairs sleeping (laughs) in one of the bedrooms on the floor. They had carpeted it. So it was nice. Oh my God! We and we are we're they're banging on the door like Daddy. Like we can hear somebody go, Hey Daddy, did you bring the key? He goes, Oh, we didn't bring the key. Well, next time we'll bring the key so we can come in and see the forever home. Maybe we'll wait for the workers and the workers will let us in. Oh, it was a it was the most terrifying ten minutes I've ever had. And all of a sudden they just drove away and we just sat here and we said, Thank you, universe. Thank you, God, for just giving this space so we can enjoy it. And we left the day after, um, and we just found different places. If we couldn't sleep in the car because it was too cold or whatever it was, we managed. But that's not a life for anybody on this planet because there is so much opportunity here to live. If only we would let each other do that, right? Meaning give each, everybody the, the, the capacity, the strength, and the space to create their life, and I think that's part of the, the mental pandemic we are facing right now, that people are facing a mental sickness that they do not feel that they are capable to live, to sustain themselves. And if we're not careful, we're going to have an epidemic of suicide because it is hard, even when you think you've got your shit together and you're paying your bills and you're living on a shoestring budget. Um, it's even hard then, but to be um, living from hand to mouth on the streets, 
hand to mouth in a home at any moment that could disappear from you. That is not healthy for a society. Now a word from our sponsor. Are you a lost traveler? Of course you are. We all are. Whether we're traveling the landscapes of our own imaginations or the globe itself, each of us is looking for answers or perhaps new questions. Join me, your host, Henry Cameron Allen, on the adventure of a lifetime, where we'll talk about developing skills for a new day. We are all pioneers now. Each of us a teacher, each of us a student. Let's talk about it on The Lost Traveler. You wake up in stress, you go to bed in stress. And I think that's a pandemic. Even though we have a lot of supposed social programs to help us, these social programs are not accessible, right? It's not accessible, some of them. Just ridiculous, some of them, honestly. So, you know, as I was talking, as, I was, as I'm saying, is that we really need to be watching out for each other. And, you know, landlords and tenants and, and people who, cause you know, right now our landlord wants to sell the shit out of his house. And they didn't give us any heads up, just... All of a sudden, this is what they want to do. And here we are going, what are we going to do with our home, our, our, our place? They don't care. And, and, and I get it. They want to sell their house and get their, recoup their money so they can take off and go live their happy life. But we have been investing in their dream, right? And so when they have enough, they just leave. So what do we do when we do that? Compassion. If you are a landlord out there, oh, God, have some compassion on your tenants. You know, especially if they've been good tenants for seven years and done nothing but pay their bills. Um, the point is, um, the transition is going to require a lot of us to be compassionate towards each other. Because, I mean, the transition of moving from sickness into a healthy mind, meaning contributing to your own dreams, um, is a healthy mind. Paying attention to your inner world is a healthy mind. Taking the time to heal from within is a healthy mind. Having the space to heal is healthy. But constant restriction in peace, a constant restriction in validation, a constant restriction in empowerment is not going to grow a healthy society. It's just not. And for every sick mind, meaning those who cannot believe in their own future, thus create their own future, we are going to be sowing the seed um, into the next generation with fear. With fear. It really, you know, so we really have to look, uh, you know, I, I say this because um, where the mind goes, the body follows. And if we are all living in fear and anxiety, well, see what I'm saying? So, um, you know, what started this podcast? <laughs> I mean, my whole podcast is about mental health and getting to a better place and healthier place so you can create your life. And today I was looking through the Toronto Sun and I saw this really interesting article. It says Canadians continue to struggle with mental health issues post pandemic. But I believe the mental health issue is the pandemic pandemic. So let's read a little bit about this article. article. It says we've had mental health day, mental health week, and now mental health month. But for many Canadians, it might as well be mental health year. People have been struggling with post pandemic fears for a while now. And numbers are grim for those struggling with such debilitating issues as stress, depression, and anxiety. 
A recent survey by the American Psychological Association is reporting Americans are struggling with multiple external stressors that are out of their personal control, with 27% reporting that most days they are so stressed they cannot function. Notes a media release. You know, it's, 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 and I'm just taking this pause from the, 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 the article. That's, that's it. Stress, the stress. People don't realize how stressful, how stress impacts your body, right? It, it, it tenses you up. Could you, you, you just, for the sake of conversation, you're born like a spaghetti. You're supposed to be born as we limp and squiggly and moving around and feeling good. But suddenly, you ever notice when a, a spaghetti gets dried out, it just keeps its form and then it just breaks, right? And, and I think that's what we are. We're becoming like this tense, dried out pasta noodle. And if anybody moves us, any amount of stress comes to us, we break. So let's get back to the article. What is everybody worried about? Inflation, violence, crime seems to be topping the list. Along with current political climate, people across North America are stressing over the rising cost of everyday living. Even grocery shopping can bring an anxiety and stress. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like, again, let's take a pause for the cause. Do you believe that, like, going to the grocery store, how stressful is that? You've got 10 bucks in your pocket. And I've been there where you got $10 in your pocket and you've got to make it last for a week. You've got to make it last for at least a month, two months. And, you know, you you could go with the people like, go shop at the dollar store. No disrespect to the dollar store, but I want to live. I want to... <laughs> I want healthy ingredients. I don't want just chemicals. No disrespect, y'all. I mean, some of it, but most times I want to, I want the good stuff. I want stuff made with good ingredients, good and healthy stuff. So I could put that in my body, right? Because my world reflects from within and I have crappy food inside of me. I'm probably not going to be in the best space to give it to the world. So this is a this is a time where we need to wake up and realize um, everything around us is con- contributing to this mental issue. And if you're sitting here in, in, in your space and going, my God, I'm broken, it ain't you. It's society. And we're trying to fit ourselves into a broken society. Hey, I was just wondering if you were interested in learning more mental health tips to helping you become the best version of who you want to be. To encourage you that change can happen anytime and it doesn't always have to be negative. Do you want to learn from people just like you who've had stories and situations that they have overcome and still are going on the journey? Well, The Cure is a Conversation has guests just like that who share their story to inspire you to continue the journey to be the best version of you. So why don't you join me and become a monthly subscriber and you will have access to these fascinating and wonderful people and their story and get to listen to me as host of The Cure Is Conversation. Come share the joy, transparency, and the victory of success because you define your success and these stories, they will help you to see that, hey, you're already there. Just keep going. Look forward to being with you and sharing the stories. When you wake up in stress, you go to bed in stress. And I think that's a pandemic. 
when there is nothing we're just trying to react to the we're reacting to the brokenness we're not broken ourselves but we're reacting to the broken in a the brokenness to in a non-natural way which is causing the mental health pandemic as i as i call it you know whoa mental health pandemic where women and men are facing challenges that were unheard of a hundred years ago so since they were unheard of a hundred years ago that means the solutions have never been created right this is all new situation back in the days of our grandparents you know you could put a seed in the ground and you know pray that this the, the weather was going and gr- good and then you can grow a crop and put it out there for sale and you had control of your 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 food and your land now that's it's more than ever it's just not possible right not that possible let's get back to that article it's not your imagination more and more canadians are struggling with these issues with the uncertainty of time sudden changes in reality for many due to covid and lockdowns people have struggled with managing stress the stressors related to pandemic has certainly seen more people suffering said dr monica romani um a clinical psychologist um, check her out. She, the article's in the Toronto Sun. And before I, um, before I leave, let's just read this last line here, which I found very interesting. Um, it says, establishing meaningful connections with others is a valuable tool to improve well-being and migrate stress, says David Griffin, founder of the Brothers Who Care. Um, and you can find it at brotherswhocare.com in a recent media release. This is important. And he's speaking um, specifically to the black community. But I really believe it's open to men of any race, you know, because we're going through stress. But I do love how he focuses on, you know, the community, because I always believe that in order to bring yourself to the world's table, your plate, personal plate has to be done right. The plate, the personal food on the plate that you're going to bring to the world's table has to be in good standings. So as he goes and continues, he said, this is important for black men of the stigma that mental health has in the black community. The stigma can create hesitancy in talking about mental health, emotional experiences, which can result in isolation, suffering, and silence. When people feel like they can talk about what they're dealing with without judgment, it opens avenues to seek care and support. Ah, I love that. You know, that's from the article, Toronto Sun. Uh, please check that out. And, you know, if you check out my site, bloodreflections.com, I have a similar quote that says, To become a monthly supporter of the Cure is a Conversation podcast and support mental health and the journey, please go to bluntreflections.com and click the link that says subscribe now. Thank you for your support. You know, when we choose not to judge one another, the verdict is always love, right? So as you go out to your day, um, and it, if you are a boss, a landlord, and you hold the lives of people in your hand as a decision, know that these people have lives too. Know that they have people who will reciprocate, excuse me, the hurt that you put upon them. So if you're kicking people out of your house or you're firing people because your um, bottom line is not met, give a little, be compassionate, 
You know, there's more wealth to go around in the world. When you hear people, um, you know, not naming any names, but those ri- I'm gonna say rich people getting 80 billion gazillion dollars. I'm kudos for you making all that money. But there are still a lot of people that you should be helping because a lot of people help you get there. Right. You know, a lot of people help you to get there. So, you know, we should really take in consideration that in this transition um, where mental health has become the crisis, has become the pandemic, we really need to ensure that we are kinder to people, that we're more compassionate to people, that we're more overstanding to people, that we allow the graces of life to infect our lives in a positive way so we can allow people to grow and nurture and enjoy in the forever abundance of this world there is more than enough for everybody and I think we should all strive to be sure that everybody gets a taste of that gets the opportunity of that um, and gets access to that and I mean real access not this bullshit access where you go somewhere and you still have to do loopholes to get somewhere right we should all have real access to real things um it's so we can move forward like the debt in this in this world is debilitating how many people can't move forward because of a debt do you know there's certain countries that relieve school student debt because they know that they're going to be investing into their economy and they just that's it investing economy what a sensible thing to do what a sensible thing to do anyway (laughs) this is my insight on the mental health crisis pandemic i believe in this world women men children are facing a crisis and if our child if our men and women are facing their car- a crisis then the children are because these children are being raised by these adults who are fearing what's going to be put in their mouth who are f- who are fearing if food is to be put in their mouth if they're going to be living somewhere if they have a job we should not be living in the if space we should be living in the no space N-K-N-O-W. I know I'm okay. I know I'm healthy. I know I can get food. This is the, the seed that should be planted in the society of get yours, here's your opportunity soil. Right? So let's take a, a deep breath out there. And before we decide to grab our monies and liquidate the shit out of our resources so we can take care of ourselves and nobody else remember am i my brother's keeper a sister's keeper yes you are we need to look out for each one another and we're all going through it right so let's be compassionate let's um collaborate where we can um and let's get our stories out there um and i get again if you would like to be a guest on the cure is the conversation check out bluntreflections.com go to the podcast tab scroll down and 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 just click on the links there or you can contact me at bluntreflections.com and just send me a line. Um, and we can talk about the details of getting you on this show so you can share your light and be a part of the solution. One love again. I'm Queen Be Divine. And take care of each other. And remember to breathe in, breathe out. Remember gratitude. And remember these things are most likely a test of your faith and your strength and your resilience. I want to see you here another day. So have faith in yourself and know what, whatever comes your way, you will be fine. And remember, the cure is a conversation. So share your story. You just never know where your angels are listening.
Greetings from Queen Be Divine, Blase Blase. This is the curious conversation, Blase Blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase, cause this is the cure, is the conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, blase, blase, as they share their story and insights, blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, blase, blase, cause the cure is a conversation, blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase.